In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, some of you, those of you who are parents out there watching, you, you already know this probably very well. I'm learning it, though, for the first time. And, and, and that is that as a parent, there are things that you find yourself doing. There are things that you invite into your life that before kids you would have said was impossible. You, you would have said, no way, no how will I be doing that. And yet when you're a parent, everything kind of changes. You, you find yourself doing things you never thought that you would do. And I could give you so many, any, so many examples of this, things that are, are, are happening in my life that I, I told you would never happen. Uh, probably the best example, though, is the music that we listen to in our home. There is a certain soundtrack to our life, at, at least right now there is. Uh, in particular, there's one artist that is almost always playing in our home. Uh, whether it's playing through the speakers or just going through our minds or whether we're singing it to our, our daughter, we're always listening to music by this one artist. Maybe you know him. His name is Rafi. He's a children's musical artist. Uh, if you don't know the name, you might recognize some of his songs, right? Songs like uh, Baby Beluga in the Deep Blue Sea, songs like Down by the Bay or Banana Phone. I mean, some of these songs I have either listened to or sung maybe 500 times. And uh, a year ago, before our daughter was here, I would have said, you're crazy if we're going to be listening to Rafi 24-7. But here I am, couldn't have predicted it, would have denied it, but Rafi is a big part of our life now. And, and in fact, I, I feel like many days I should be writing Rafi a thank you letter, maybe even a pretty substantial check for, for all that he's done for our family, all the times that he's sung our daughter to sleep or, or got her to calm down when everything we tried just wouldn't work. Uh, Rafi is a mainstay in our home right now. Uh, we had listened to Rafi so much, and so it was a surprise to me when about four to five months into listening to Rafi, I heard one of his songs for the first time. And it wasn't a new song for him. Uh, it was one of his classics, I, I think. But it was new to us, which again, we thought we had heard them all. And, and when I heard this song, it almost instantly became one of my favorite Rafi songs. And it wasn't just because the tune is catchy, and, and it is, but... Uh, it was also because of the lyrics. What Rafi has to say in the song really connected with me. And it really helped explain some things that I was going through when I heard the song for the first time. And so what I like to do is just to, uh, to share the song with you. I won't sing it right now, but I like to, to read the lyrics uh, with you and for you. So listen to the song. And again, the song is called It Takes a Village. Rafi writes, What does it take? For a baby girl to grow up good and strong. What does it take for a baby girl? What does it take for a baby boy to grow up full of love? What does it take for a baby boy? It takes a village. It takes a village to raise a child. It takes a village. No one can do it alone. It takes a village to raise a child. And in the early years of life, what does a newborn need to be whole, to thrive in every way? In these crucial early years, when the brain is growing and the love for a lifetime takes hold, not just parents' love, not just love of the family, it takes all of this and more. Not just teachers who care, not just the care of doctors, it takes all of this and more. How about the love of farmers? How about the business people? How about the people who pass the laws? How about your next door neighbor? How about the corner grocer? It takes all of this and more. It takes a village. It takes a village to raise a child. No one can do it alone. It takes a village to raise a child. Now again, 
uh, maybe the reason why the song connected me with me was obvious because I was a new parent figuring out how to parent for the first time. But I think what even deeper than that, see, my, my wife and I, we were learning how to parent. We were first time parents in the midst of this pandemic. Thanks to COVID, uh, we were figuring it all out in, in a very different world than, than maybe we would have a year ago. And uh, my wife and I, we know we're blessed as parents. We have resources. We have a support system, family and friends nearby. But I mean, in the early days of the pandemic, especially, a lot of that support system, and even now, it was kept socially distant. We were isolating ourselves like, like most of us were. And, 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 and we were trying to do it alone, uh, just her and I. And, and it was hard. I mean, being a first-time parent is, is always hard. It's not easy, but it felt especially hard. And then I heard this song, right, right in the midst of that. And it helped explain why it felt so difficult to me. It's because we were trying to do it alone, but no one can do it alone. It takes a village to raise a child. I realized Rafi was right, so wise. <laughs> I think he was right in more ways than one, though. He was right. No one can do it alone. It takes a village to raise a child. What, what we're reminded of today, this All Saints Day, is that it also takes a village to raise a child of God. And that no one, no one can do it alone. We were not meant to live this Christian life, to grow and mature and thrive in our, in our faith all by ourselves. I, I mean, can you think of one example of a really thriving Christian who did it all alone? No, we, we need each other. Some of you know how hard it is to, to be alone as, as a Christian, right? Maybe you feel alone as a Christian in your own family. Maybe your spouse isn't on the same page with you, right? They, their faith isn't important to them like it is to you, or maybe they believe something different. And that can be really hard to be alone in that way, to feel like you're trying to do it all by yourself. Or maybe you feel that way in your group of friends, the people you spend time with, or with your coworkers. It's not easy to be a lonely Christian. And what we're reminded of by Rafi, but also by this All Saints Day, is that it does take a village. No one can do it alone. The amazing thing is that which we need, the village which we need, is exactly what God gives. We have the village. It's one of the things that uh, Revelation chapter 7, our, our reading for uh, today, reminded us of. Uh, you might know that, that Revelation is the series of visions that was given to the Apostle John near the end of his life. Uh, God is, in a sense, pulling back the curtain and giving him a glimpse into what he's doing, into heaven. And uh, as, as John gets these revelations, one of them that we read in Revelation chapter 7, verses 9 through 17, is of this whole multitude of people, this whole village, you could say, gathered around the throne of God. Uh, John's vision is not just him, a lonely Christian, bowing down to worship his king. No, it's, it's of all of these people who have gathered together, all there to, to worship and praise their God. A, a village coming out to worship. People from every nation, every language, every tribe across the world, all there together. And so uh, this, this All Saints Day, I think, reminds us of three things. And the first thing is the message of Revelation. The first thing we remember and celebrate this All Saints Day is that we're not alone. Right? We are a part of something that the Bible calls different things. It calls it the body of Christ. It calls it the church. Rafi calls it the village. 
Right? But, but we are surrounded by, by brothers and sisters across the world. We're a part of something that's bigger than ourselves. And God has put those people in our lives for our good because we need them, because we can't do them alone. So, so we have spiritual mothers and fathers and brothers and sisters. They come to us in the form of, of parents and fellow church members, members of our church, members of the church down the street, Christian friends. Right? Sometimes our, even our own children, they're all there. God has placed these people around us, fellow saints, who, who are there to encourage us and uplift us, to help us grow and mature, to challenge us sometimes, but always to point us back to the love of Jesus. The village that we need is the village we have. And, and what we remember on All Saints Day is, is that this village transcends history. And so part of what we do today is to remember and to look backwards and to celebrate all of those saints who have gone before us, right? All of those, those Christian men and women who are now with the Lord. We remember all that God did for them and, and holding on to them and, and bringing them to his heavenly throne today where they worship him. But, but we also re remember uh, all that he did through them. Because those men and women, those brothers and sisters who are now at peace with, with Jesus, they have shaped us and molded us. They have added to our faith as a part of that village in, in ways that many times we don't even know, that we're not aware. But those who have gone before us help laid the foundation for us. And so today we remember them. And that we thank God for, for the work that he did through them to bring us to where we are today. They're a part of the village too. Today we remember those who have gone before us, like the apostles Paul, and Peter, women like Priscilla and Phoebe and Junia in the scriptures, people like Luther and Calvin, some of the heroes of the Reformation, but also our, our grandparents and our parents, our aunts and our uncles, our, our spouses who are now with the Lord, in some cases our, our own children who rest with Jesus today. We thank God for what he did for them, but also through them. That's the first thing we remember on this All Saints Day. We remember that we're not alone, but that we're a part of a village. And the second thing we, we remember and celebrate, keep in mind this All Saints Day, is that, that we need the village, and, and God is gracious, and he's given it to us. But, but dear friends, the village also needs you, because you are a saint that the other saints need. And so today, we, re, we remember that we are called to set an example for the other saints. Because here's what I can guarantee you. Someone is watching you. And I don't say that to scare you or to creep you out, right? But, but the other saints around you are, are watching you and they're encouraged by you. When you show up in church or, or you come to, to Bible study, we do it on Zoom on Wednesdays nights, other people notice your presence and your absence. So today is a day to remember that, that I am a sanctified, set-apart, holy saint called by God, his beloved son or daughter, and, and there's a calling there. I'm called to act out who God made me to be. And so again, the, we need the village, but the village needs us. And, and today is a day to consider our role within that village, your calling as a saint, and, and to think about how can I set an example for those around me? How can I be present so that I might provide encouragement and strength? Uh, what can I give or sacrifice for the good of everyone else? Who can I be praying for? What saints around me, who in the village needs prayer today? Today is a day to consider our calling as saints, as citizens of God's holy village. And then the last thing today is about the third thing, and, and maybe definitely the most important thing. Today is a day to remember who made all of this possible. 
Today is a day to remember who gathered us and invited us to be a part of this village. Today is a day to remember who sanctified us, who set us apart, who made us holy. Today is a day to fix our hearts and minds on Jesus. Because he is the one that held on to and, and walked with those saints who have gone before us. And, and he is the one who, who holds on to us and walks with us today so that we might have boldness and confidence. And he is the one who, by the power of his spirit, works through us today. He is the one who, through his, his life and his death and his, his glorious resurrection, has set us apart and welcomed us in so that we, too, might be a part of that multitude that, that worships him and sings his praises. Today is a day, like every day, that's all about Jesus. He's in the middle of that village. He's the one who's brought us in to be a part of it. And it's him that deserves, deserves all of our thanks and praise. Can't believe, can't believe that I uh, worked Raffi into a sermon. A year ago, I would have told you you were crazy if you suggested such a thing. Can't believe that I'm actually singing Raffi in a sermon. But here it goes. It takes a village. It takes a village to raise a child. It takes a village to raise a child. It takes a village, no one can do it alone. It takes a village to raise a child. And he's right. Raffi's right. It does take a village to raise a child of God. And that's what God has given us, a village. By welcoming us in, sanctifying us, and setting us apart, God has brought us into a village full of of saints. I wish I could promise you that this would be the last time I talk about Rafi in a sermon, or, or, or at least the last time I, I sing a Rafi song, but I can't promise you that. He's too big a part of my life these days. But what I can promise you today, dear friends, is that you are not alone. Remember the village that surrounds you. Remember Jesus, who is always with you. In his name. Amen.